You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like who art Ed? I'm trying to spice it. Who art Ed? Mr. Wood art Ed me. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's it, 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 it works on so many levels. I know. That's off to great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. And today, we're going to be looking at Vincent Van Gogh and the Starry Night. And Vincent van Gogh had a, an interesting and winding path to success. There are, of course, those stories often repeated that he never sold anything during his lifetime or he sold only one painting during his lifetime. And while he was not a giant commercial success in his lifetime, he did find some success. I did a mini episode on that. I've actually done a couple episodes on Van Gogh, and so I'll link those other episodes in the show notes. But today I'm just going to give the quick recap. Van Gogh came from an artistic family. His brother, Theo, was his art dealer, but early on, Vincent had actually been an art dealer himself and quite successful at it. But he left his work as an art dealer because he loved art really passionately, but he was disillusioned with the commercial aspects of it. For a while, he studied to be a priest. He did some missionary work. But ultimately, he just felt compelled to create art. After quite a bit of study in the Netherlands, he had been making paintings of the peasants, the potato eaters being the first masterpiece of that early era, He was urged to go to Paris and check out what the Impressionists were doing, and specifically to brighten up his color scheme. Now, while he was in France, Van Gogh was inspired and he did brighten up that color scheme. One of the things I think a lot of people forget about this era is the Industrial Revolution brought about changes in all sorts of fields, including painting. This is the time period where synthetic pigments came to be available. The tube of paint was a 19th century invention. And so Vincent van Gogh was one of those artists who was very quick to adopt the use of all sorts of different new pigments and colors that had been developed and were now readily available. Some of that had a wonderful effect, brightening up his paintings, but some of those pieces have sort of changed over time. The sunflower paintings specifically, I think have, I don't know, the chemical reaction, maybe check out the Lux Psy podcast. I'm sure Dr. Lex could explain it better. But my understanding is a lot of the sunflowers have 
sort of browned a little bit over time. They probably used to be a little bit brighter yellow because of the compounds that were in some of those paints. Now, on the topic of yellows, Vincent van Gogh loved his little yellow house that he rented in Arles, France. He had hoped to start an artist commune there, but almost immediately after Paul Gauguin arrived, things went off the rails. The two of them painted together for some time, but they also fought quite a bit. After Paul Gauguin left abruptly, Vincent van Gogh suffered a horrible, devastating episode. In his writings, he said he didn't really recall exactly what happened, but what we do know from the historical records is that Vincent van Gogh saw Gauguin leaving as not only the loss of a friend, but the loss of the opportunity to live out his dream of creating an artist commune in Arles. He also severed his ear and nearly died from that incident. Obviously, he needed some medical help. The original plan was for Vincent van Gogh to go to a public hospital in the city with around a thousand other patients. Instead, his brother Theo paid for Vincent to stay in a small asylum in St. Remy with only about 40 other patients. 19th century care for mental illness was far from ideal. Psychiatry was in its infancy, but Vincent van Gogh was in about as good a progressive hospital as one could find. The doctors encouraged patients to walk around the gardens that had been planted on the grounds because the institution's founder had believed that communing with nature would be good for the body and the mind. The treatment seemed to be good for Vincent. He was removed from his vices and given structure and routines. He was also given three meals a day and you know, to understand the significance of that, you need to realize that when left to his own devices, Vincent van Gogh had been known to go without meals because he spent all his money on paint rather than food. While everybody knows the story of the ear, Vincent van Gogh's body was in such poor physical condition, he didn't just lose his ear, he lost about a dozen teeth. The time at the hospital, though, he was cared for physically, mentally, emotionally. It seems to have done wonders for the artist. He was extremely productive, making around 150 paintings over the year that he spent at the hospital in St. Remy. The most famous of those paintings is The Starry Night. I think one of the things that makes The Starry Night so brilliant and so significant is it helps to mark that shift from paintings based on observation to paintings based on emotion. The night landscape is a mix of observation and imagination. From the obviously invented swirling movement of brushstrokes across the sky, Vincent van Gogh created this composition based on what he wanted more than what he actually saw. The little town nestled in the hills was not visible from Vincent's window. The cypress was small in the distance, but in this work, Vincent played with the elements to arrange these pieces in an artwork that just works. The vivid color schemes, the rich textures, the heavy impasto, the distribution of elements in such wonderful balance, and the lines that guide the eye around the composition make this a piece that compels viewers to stop and take notice. 
Now, if you want to learn more about Vincent Van Gogh, be sure to check the show notes where I'll have links to other episodes. And of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.